What is this? For the mess. Can I begin? Uh huh. It's the chill kit. I got the cards to the deck you should deal with. I got the flows to nod your head. Can you feel it? I put the beans in the bag and I will never spill it. Yes, sir. Damn right. I keep it low key. They must got all time as if they say that they know me. Hey, welcome to the Florida Masters Podcast. My name is John Barrett, your host. Hey, I'm back with a banger. Every episode is a banger, but this one I'm especially excited about. Um, but before we get into who the guest is and what he does, we have admin tasks we have to take care of because we do what we have to do, right? So, again, please follow us on all platforms at For The Masters Podcast and on YouTube at JB The Masters Podcast, okay? Again, I see the views. Let's keep adding to the subscriber count, okay? Um, it's been growing every week, so I'm super excited. Today... I got on Drill to Jamaican. Drill Jamaican. Tavon, hey, I appreciate you, my brother. What's up, my man? Hey, I'm sorry. I messed up the intro. But <laughs> and I think it's because all the all the people are in the studio. This is the first time I had people in the studio. Really? I'm yeah, famous. yeah, low key. I'm famous. It's lit though, bro. Hey, I'm excited you you're you're jumping on though. Nah. Yeah, bro. Hey, so tell everyone where you're from and what do you do? Well, I'm originally from, as you can see, the flag behind me. Well, the, the thumbtack fell out. But I'm from Jamaica originally. Came to America when I was 10. I don't remember the year. That's too long ago. And yeah. now I reside in Orlando, Florida. And that's just my background, you know. Youngest of four from my mom's side. Little yeah, yeah. baby. That's me. That's lit. So where what part of Jamaica you you're from now? East side, St. Thomas. Everybody yeah. say that's the Obia place. You probably don't know what that means, but yeah, I'm from there. Marant Bay. What does that mean, the Obia place? If you know Haitians and Africans, they call it voodoo. Oh. Mm, but that's where, you know, they say St. Thomas is the Obia parish because we don't have like states. We have parishes and we yeah, got 12 yeah. parishes. So yeah. That's a vibe. Do you go back often? I haven't been in five years. Yeah, that means it's still lit. I mean, I got to go because I have family. My grandma's there. She always asks me, when are you coming back to visit me? Visit me. I'm like, certain stuff got to happen before I get there. So it's been been a long time. The last time was for a funeral. So, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, um, you think, like, COVID and stuff kind of, like, held up that process of you going back over the last two years? I was supposed to go in 2020. Yeah. But, yeah, COVID, you know, he wasn't letting me, well. The prime minister wasn't letting people in the country if you were vaccinated. I'm not taking that vaccination. Oh, so, I'm not taking it. So I was like, no, nah, I'm not going. So, oh, well, I didn't know that. Oh, we, <laughs> we talk about that later. But yeah, <laughs> that's lit. So um, you're a phenomenal soccer player. Um, you, you play soccer at the collegiate level. You said, you said, <laughs> you're a soccer player. Hey, I seen you. I seen you play before. So, I mean, that's your like, judgment. What, what would you classify yourself as a soccer player? Well, I don't call it soccer. I call it football. I call it football. You know, okay. <laughs> so I call it football, but um, hmm, I'm good. Don't go tell me that. I'm yeah. good. I'm good. You watch me play. You see the stuff I can do. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, my journey from football has been a long process so i started playing in jamaica you know little kid just having fun running around and stuff yeah but then when i moved to america that's when it was like more serious because you had better facilities better people and 
you know, stuff around is going to help you. So when I got here, I got into a club called uh, Kingsway. It was like a church type club. Okay. And then from there, I branched out into like bigger clubs after they saw me and they're like, yeah, I want you to come here, come here. So I went to the first big club I went to was like one of the biggest in Orlando for like my age, like 12-ish. was called Spirit United. So I got there. They didn't know what position I wanted to play. And I told them what I wanted to play, but they didn't give it to me right away. They put me yeah, in yeah. defense as a center back. And that's not my position. Yeah. But, you know, I played. And then the reason why they moved me is because, you know, a defender, you have to stay back. I was never back. I was all the way up in the front <laughs> trying to score. Uh, oh, so they yeah. finally moved me and was like, okay, this is the position for you. So I started playing striker and then I loved that. Just score for fun. You know, that's all I used to do. And then. Different clubs saw me again, so you have to be on the move. Went to FC America, another big one in Orlando. Then after that, I went to Orlando City, Rush, and then I ended club because, you know, you have to end at 18 mm-hmm. with um, GPS. So I went through all that. Man, so, so, like, so soccer is what you bled up until you were 18. And then what what was what, what was college like so how did you like choose a college how did you make the transition into college and what was that like for you so high school i wasn't supposed to play high school i was not at all because orlando city was the you know the big academy they have the mls team orlando city lines so that's like 15 minutes for me so they have an academy i was playing for orlando city at the time they were like if you play high school you can't be in the academy Uh-oh. and my dad was like i want you to play high school i'm like the academy is much you know bigger and yeah. take me place but he was like i want you to play high school i'm 14 13 when you go to high school so yeah you know you got you know he was like yeah i want you to play high school so i played high school and they're like all right since you're playing that you can't be in the academy so i didn't go to academy so my freshman year in high school i was the only freshman on varsity oh wow the only freshman on varsity the coach was haitian and i'm jamaican so okay he didn't really like me and I really didn't care if you liked me or not. I really didn't that sounds care. about right for you. <laughs> I really didn't <laughs> care <laughs> if you liked me or not. So he used to tell me some stuff, you know, you're not good, this and that. I'm like, okay, if I'm not good, why would you bring me on varsity? Yeah. And, <laughs> and he said, and he had people starting over me that didn't deserve to because I'm better than you. And it's because, you know, they were Haitian too, and they're like, they know him. So... I just used to get frustrated and get mad and be like, yo, shut up. Don't talk to yeah. me and stuff like that. And then he moved me to JV. And one game he moved me. I went and scored three goals. And the next day he was like, no, I don't want you down here. Come back. Brought me back. And then he started starting me and everything. Still didn't like me, but he saw that actually I could do something for him. Yeah. So sophomore year comes around. It's the same thing. He doesn't like me. But he takes us to a tournament. And I got... The most goals in the tournament, six goals in three games. That's and I won, what was it I won? Top goal scorer, and we won the trophy. That's by me. I scored the last goal in the last 20 seconds to score, I mean to win. And after that, every single game after that started. Started, started, started. And then junior year came around, and then he finally started to like me, I guess, because he saw what yeah. I could do for him. So after that, I scored, what, 20-something goals my junior year. And then senior year, he left. The coach left. We brought in a different coach. He played in the English Premier League, the biggest league you know in the world in England over there. And he's Jamaican as well. Played for the national um, national team and everything. So when he came, he was like, 
the team got scrapped because, you know, certain players left because of the coach and, you know, people graduated and all that stuff. So when he came, the first thing he told us, I don't care about how good you are. I don't care about how that. I want you to show me. And we didn't touch a ball for two months. All we did was run. <laughs> what? Run. Fitness, 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 run, 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 run. Because he said, you know, some people on the team weren't good, but he's going to give everybody opportunity. He said, if we can't beat them with skill, we're going to run them off the pitch. So when they're tired, we're still running. So he made sure we was the fittest as possible. That season, I scored the most goals ever. And I broke the um the record in the district for most assists. I scored 28 goals and 29 assists that season, my senior year. Work. <laughs> 28 goals, 29 assists. And we went back to the same tournament, and we won again. And I scored the same amount of goals, and I won MVP for that tournament. And then, so after that now, I didn't know anything about recruitment for college or none. I yeah, thought it was yeah. just like they see you and they want you. Yeah. Like colleges like that. And I didn't know you had to actually like apply and send out videos and stuff like that. So it was like July. And I'm like, why is nobody, you know, contacting me, wanting me? And then people started telling me, you know, you got to do certain stuff for that to happen. I was like, oh. So I sent out like 250 emails and my tape to schools and all these colleges and stuff. I got a lot of responses back. But some of them were like, you know, it's late in the process because of July. We already have spots filled. Scholarship money's done and all that stuff. Yeah. It was limited. I mean, I got some good offers from D1, D2. I was like, I'm not going to no D3. I'm sorry. I'm better than that. Yeah. So yeah. I, you know, crossed off what I wanted and kept the ones that I thought was interesting that could help me. So it was late July and I got down to three schools, St. Leo University. Um, Wheeling Jesuit University, and the other one was what's the other one? I do not remember the other one. Yeah, I don't. It's somewhere in North Carolina. I don't remember the name. So I was like, who can give me the best scholarship offer? I mean, I have good grades, so I'm gonna get a certain amount from them. Yeah. So I was like, who can balance it out and give me a good scholarship where I don't have to actually pay or pay a living amount? So I was talking to his coaches. He was like, yeah, this is what I want from you. You know, and see if I'm going to start and all that stuff that, you know, and talk to my parents about money and stuff like that. So I was talking and then Jimmy Regan from William Jesuit offered yep. me the most money and told me like his process of what he wanted and showed me all the stuff. And no offense, but I had to see the roster to see what I was getting myself into, you know, the yeah, diversity yeah. of the team because it's in West Virginia. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's important. It's important. It's in West Virginia. So I was looking at the team. I was like, okay, there's, you know, it's diverse and all that. So I was like, okay. So I made a decision and I told him, okay, I'll come to your school. So he was like, all right, sent over the paperwork, signed it up and everything. I never visited, didn't know what yeah. it looked like, didn't know none of that. So I signed and everything, everything went through good. And then August 12th, it came through when I had to you know get on the plane, pack my stuff, get to Jesuit. And that's how I got recruited. Well, went to college for my first time. That's a little crazy. So like, obviously like me and you met at Jesuit. Right, mm-hmm. and you play for the legendary Coach Regan, <laughs> right? And um, and that was the real. So, how long did you stay at Jesuit? I stayed for three years. Three years, and then mm-hmm. the whole thing happened, and everything yep. started like mm-hmm. to leave. We can talk about that in a little bit, but <laughs> yeah, cause that was crazy. But so you get there your freshman year, and what was your experience? Did you take a red shirt or anything like that your freshman year? No, no, no. I didn't take a red. So when I got there freshman year, I got to the campus. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is, what did I get myself into? Yeah. <laughs> because I didn't know, like, I didn't know what it was. So literally, I was by myself. No family, no nothing. I didn't yeah. know anybody at all. It's just like a brand new start, like I'm moving to a different country. 
So I get there, you know, get to my room. I'm like, okay, this is really what college is like. It was two twin beds in a room. It's just empty yeah. <laughs> in two closets. Yeah. So, you know, I get there. I didn't unpack right away. I just started walking to campus to see, you know, how everything is and all that. And then the first week is like when the players get there. So, you know, you got to introduce yourself, meet, walk yeah. around, you know, who's in your building and all that. So that's what I was doing. And I met like a couple of people from Venezuela, like, you know, same thing like me i'm from a different place and you don't know anything so you know yeah, something yeah. in common and stuff yeah, like that. that so we're just talking you know where you're from and all that get situated and you know walk the campus walk the area and see what's going on so my freshman year came around and you know school got into the swing of it classes and everything and then we just started practicing it was just nothing but practice practice and till the season came around as a freshman you go into college you're not like i'm a freshman so i'm not gonna yeah. play or none of that, but unless you're like a top recruit, yeah. you know. But I was recruited late, so you know he had his team selecting everything. But during the practice and stuff, he was talking to me. The assistant was talking to me, he was like telling me, you know, you're gonna play in this and that. I'm like, okay, I'm playing. First game came around, I started. I was like, oh, I, I was not expecting that. First game came around, it was against Seton Hill, I think. Yeah, Seton Hill came around. I started. You know, never played college before, you know, all that stuff. So it was just a rush of yeah, yeah. what is going to happen. So first game came around, started, started playing good. And then we go down 1-0, like the first 15 minutes. Some mistakes happened. The whole game we're chasing, chasing, chasing. The last and 60th minute, I remember this. They came off a corner, and I scored my first clear to go to first start. That's awesome. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Scoring, I don't know what. I just went crazy. The whole team bench came over, jumped on me. I was like, bro. <laughs> Almost got hurt, too. Man, grabbed yeah. my shirt, pulling me all the way back. Celebrating everything. But the game ended as a tie, 1-1. So, hey, I did something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did something. So, you know, it's freshman year running around. It wasn't the best because, you know, our team was actually young. So, you know, other teams were like have juniors, seniors, sophomores in that's like situated in college. So it wasn't a bad season, but it wasn't the best season. I think we finished out of the ten teams. We came what, fifth, yeah. middle of the pack. Yeah, middle of the pack. We we didn't even make the playoff. Well, the tournament, NCAA tournament, and all that. So freshman year wasn't bad. It was just experience. So. Yeah, most definitely. And then, um, and then you went into sophomore, junior year. How did those seasons pan out for you? So sophomore year, this is where it gets tricky. After freshman year, I was like do I really want to do this here? Because, you know, it's not clicking the right way I want it to. Yeah. And I was like, hmm. So I redshirted sophomore year. Okay. To focus more on my grades and stuff. Even though my grades weren't bad, I wanted to be better. Yeah. And I told him, he was like, okay, I accept your decision and all that. I redshirted, but I was still practicing with the team. Mm-hmm. And even that, a lot of people graduated. Like, you know, the seniors that were yeah. like, the main part of the team. And I told you our team was young. So we got like four seniors. So they left. And I was like, mm, the team looks like it's going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being serious. Like, I was like, the team looks like it's going to be bad. So I was like, even that made me register. So I registered yeah. it. And lo and behold, they won four games yeah. out of 16. Four games out of 16. That means they beat the same team twice. <laughs> Two of the same team twice. That's not the best. So they won four games out of 16. Trey came back that year. Yeah. You don't know who Trey is, but he was running track that year. He's, he, did, he didn't like Jimmy in some of the ways, so he stopped and he went focused on track. He came back that year to play with me. He was like, bro, I want to play with you and everything. 
And then, like, right before the season, I told everybody, like, yeah, I'm redshirt. I'm not playing. Man was mad. Yeah. Everybody yeah. else was like, what are we going to do? Who's going to let us score and stuff? I was like, I don't know what to tell you. I'm redshirt, but you're going to have to figure it out. So the season went on, and, yeah, they won four games. I still practice and just watch them and stand support. And sophomore year was that. I just focused on my grades and was having yeah. fun. Man. So, and then the third year now, this is junior year. For you know, when all that stuff happened. So Junior came back around. He signed players. He got some people from Spain, Brazil, yeah. Argentina. I'm like, okay, he actually serious now. Yeah. Went back into it, and it was one of the best seasons ever. Started out, scored my first goal, boom, first game. We won. I think I don't remember who we played, but we won. We were undefeated for like six straight games, and then we finally lost to freaking Charleston. Yeah. One of the best college D two college teams in you know United States. Because they won the the NCAA tournament two times out of the last four. Oh, wow. So we lost to them. It was still good. You know, we're having a great season. I'm scoring, assisting. We're having fun. We are, the team is together. We make the NCAA tournament, and we played Charleston in our district final. And we lost 2-0. Yeah. I remember that. I don't know. The whole school was trying to, you know, trying to, we trying to get that ring for the first yeah. time in like <laughs> 50 years. But we lost 2-0. And we had to go, you know, in the draw to see who's going to the tournament, like, out of places. And the the team we beat before Charleston, we beat them in penalties. So because of that, they didn't register it as a win. It was a tie. Because, oh. you know, you tie, and then if you go tie, you go to penalties to see who wins. So they registered as a tie, and that was against Notre Dame. And since they beat us in the regular season, they went ahead of us, so we didn't make the tournament. And then, Dang. And it was over, and then all that stuff happened with our school, you know, the president and all that, and the money yeah. issues, you know, facilities, <laughs> yeah. everything. So they were cutting majors left and right. And I was like, I don't know if they're going to cut my major. I don't know what's going to happen and all that. The team, they were cutting sports teams, all that. And I was like, uh-uh, it's time for me to go. Yeah. So I made a couple phone calls to my old coach and everything. And I talked to him, Jimmy. He was like, I understand. I'm not going to be mad at you for leaving. So I joined the transfer portal. Yeah. And I was looking at schools everywhere. And then three schools got back to me immediately. University of West Florida. Um, at St. Leo again. They came yeah. right back, offered me more money. And I was like, okay, I'll put you in the pack. And Georgia Southwestern, that was the top three. And even oh, Jimmy, the coach, he was trying to get me to go D1 with his son at Robert Morse. But oh, we, okay. played, we played Robert Morse, and we beat them. So I was like... <laughs> yeah, no point, man. No, isn't just because you're D one doesn't mean I'm gonna go. Yeah, so I was. I told him no, so I was like, no, I'm gonna like, you know, branch off away from you because that's your son. Yeah, yeah, facts. And find a team. So I cut it down to University of West Florida and Georgia Southwestern. I was gonna go to Georgia Southwestern, and hear me out. He called me. I was only gonna play a dollar, pay one dollar to go to school. What? One dollar. He gave me everything. Room, board, books, everything. One dollar. But University of West Florida coach called me and was like, no, I actually want you. I want you on the team and everything. He tell me what's going to happen. Show me the facilities and everything. I was like, man, make this decision. So the Georgia Southwestern coach called me back. He's like, I'm having all these Jamaicans come from this. And I'm like, that doesn't mean anything to me because yeah, you bring Jamaicans, okay? <laughs> You're bringing my people, okay? Ooh. Yeah. That didn't surprise me. I want to win stuff. I yeah, actually yeah. help myself. 
So I was like, I dropped him and I went to University of West Florida, and that's where I am now. Man, and then how much how much years of eligibility do you have left? I got one more year. One more year? Oh, because you had a COVID year. A uh, COVID year and a red shirt year because I tore my ACL. So uh, this is my last year. Yeah. So you had a, like a, a very like tumultuous like college <laughs> career. To say the least. Now, how do you how do you like stay positive throughout it? And then like how did you just like want to keep going? Because you know a lot of people like they just be like yo four years. I got no credits. Like I'm dipping. It's not. I mean, I so when I transferred to University of West Florida from Jesuit, you know, it's a Jesuit school. Certain credits did uh, not come. Transfer. Did yeah. not come. I can't. I had like eighty something credits when I transferred. I only kept seventy. Man, I was like, wow. So it knocked out a lot of stuff. So I'm supposed to transfer as a senior, but I transferred as a junior. Yeah. So, you know, I have to take certain classes again and again just to, you know, make it up. So that's what happened. So one more year I had to get another year because of losing credits. So that made it. But what made me keep going? I love what I do. I play soccer. Yeah. Football. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. really reason. Yeah. I'm trying to it, make it. So I just kept going. That's great. It's incredible because, like, I, I can hear it. Like, you're like, you're not making decisions based on, hey, who's going to play me? It's like, yo, like, are we going to have a good team? Are we going to win? Like, the, we look bad, so I'm retroed. And, like, that's that's very rare. You know that, right? Like, playing to play. That doesn't yeah. make me better. Yeah, yeah. Man, that, that's that's lit. Where, so where did you get that mindset from, though? Mm, let me see. Where did you get this mindset? My mom and my grandma. Yeah. It's just, like, I look at them like, I got to do something. I got to make it. Yeah. And so you have the opportunity, take it. Just, you know, make it the best that you can make it. Yeah. And that's that's lit, man. And so so now you're you're still competing, you know, mm-hmm. still like chasing championships, you know, but then you started doing this thing on TikTok and they and they call you the drills you're making. So where did that come from? And then like how did it pick up for you? So I don't know if you remember Kick. You remember Kick from Back? I remember Kick from Messenger. <laughs> you remember, yeah, Kick from Messenger. You used to message all you know, girls, whatever and stuff. So I was making Kick. I was like, I need a name. Like, I was like, I need a name. I was going through a lot of names. I'm like, I got to incorporate Jamaican in it because, you know, I got to show out for my country. Yeah. So I was thinking about myself. I'm like, what describes me or something that I can put that describes me? So I was like, thrill. Hmm. You know, everybody likes a thrill-seeking moment, adventurous and all that stuff. And I was like, that's me. So I just put thrill Jamaican. And I was like, boom, that's the name. (laughs) And since then, then I used it at every platform I had on social media. And that's where the name came about. And for the TikTok now, that's where it get in. So this was in University of West where I transferred. So there was this dude that just kept walking around campus. Bro, I'm famous. I'm famous. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? What are you famous? Bro, I'm famous on TikTok. I was like, what the heck is a TikTok? Yeah, yeah. In Jamaica, a TikTok to us is a dance that women do. <laughs> I'm like, so I'm like, what? Yo, what is this weird? A, I'm like, what is a TikTok? It's like, bro, look, this is Abby Post videos and stuff. I'm like, oh, Vine. Yeah. He's like, oh, <laughs> something like Vine. I was like, Oh, okay. Now I see what he's talking. He's like, bro, I have a hundred and something K followers. I'm this and that. I'm like, okay, cool. And when I like researched it, I thought it was for little kids. Yeah. Like a little kid, you know, they dance and do her stuff on it. So one day I was in his room. We just chilling because he's my friend because um, his brother played on the team with me. Okay. So we're in his room. We're just chilling and he went live on TikTok. 
and we're playing FIFA and stuff. I'm just in the background chilling. And, you know, I'm just making jokes. You know how I am, making jokes, laughing and stuff. And everybody yeah. in the live is like, he's funny. Make a TikTok. Make a TikTok. I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> not making a TikTok. And it just kept saying and kept saying. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I made a TikTok. You know, use my same name. Yeah. Show Jamaican. And then I, the first TikTok I made, it was like a trend going around. It was like, you know, when, like, they come in with, like, a peanut butter jar and be like, you know, this fat lady said... If I lick her toes, she'll give me peanut butter and you show the peanut butter. Mm-hmm. I did that trend. And the video got like a thousand views. I was like, you know what? Forget TikTok. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I didn't blow up. I thought it was going to blow up on one video. Forget it. Didn't do it again. So we went to summer break. You know Trey. Trey told me, boy, if you don't pick TikTok up and actually do it, yeah, because yeah. you can actually make it on TikTok. I'm like, bro, I didn't. the video I posted didn't do anything. He's like, bro. Make more videos. It's not going to yeah. come that easy. I'm like, whatever. So I made another video. It was, if I can recall, I don't think I can recall. It was so long ago. I made another video and didn't do anything. So I did the same thing. Man, forget TikTok. I'm not doing it. Yeah, yeah. And then this man actually called me on the phone, cursed me out and tell me, pick up the freaking phone and actually record these videos and just be you and do what you do in real life just in front of a camera. I was like, whatever. So I was doing it, doing it. And then, you know, I'm like, I'm doing American stuff. Why am I doing that? That's not me. So I switched to Jamaican content. And then it wasn't doing bad and stuff. And then I did one video. And I did it on purpose. I did a controversial video. I made the video and I said, if you're not, if you weren't born in Jamaica, you're not from there. And everybody hated me. Oh, you can't <laughs> tell me where I was born. You can't tell me this. You can't tell me yeah, about yeah. my culture. That video got like 300K views, 50,000 comments, everybody, and people are following me. I was like, <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Did it on purpose. Got my views and everything. And then I switched and I started doing Jamaican content, more stuff like that. And then I found followers that are Jamaican that have more followers than me. So, you know, linked with them. And because of that, it just kept growing, growing, yeah, yeah, growing, yeah. growing, and growing. And then that's where it took off. And I didn't look back since. And I got banned on my first account. Did you really? I got banned on my first account. What'd you get banned for? You know how TikTok is. They're kind of racist. So certain stuff you say as a black man or whatever, they're going to look at it and ban your account or suspend your account. So I got violations. And I'm like, certain people, you know, because I make jokes about people and stuff like that. They ban it. But other people like with big followers that are white, you know, all that stuff never get banned. So I'm like, why are you banning me? So I kept getting violations for that, and they finally banned my account last year, um, August 18th. And that's when I had 150K. I was so mad. I was like, yo, I need to get my account back, tag them, all that stuff and all that stuff. And they never gave it back to me. So I was like, you know what? I just made a new account. Made a new account. It started off. I posted some of my old videos because I lost every single video I had. Because, you know, you can save it in your phone, but I was like, what's the purpose? It's on there so I can get it back if I want. So since it got banned. Everything went. So I made a new account, posted some of my old videos. I posted some on Instagram. Posted, you know, they weren't doing good and anything. And I was about to do the same thing again. Yeah. Forget TikTok. But I was like, people know me now. I could get my followers back. So I kept going. Kept going. Kept posting. I switched my content to reactions. React Mm -hmm. to people's stuff, foods, all that stuff. And people love it for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, my yeah. facial expressions, they love it. And it just kept going, like, keep doing more of this. So I kept going, kept doing it. 
and now I'm at 200k. I just hit 200k today. Hey, 200k. <laughs> I just hit 200k in less amount of time than I had the first one, and I had 150k there. Man, good like, for well. you. And 200k, bro. I'm I'm excited to be talking to you on your 200k. Day. <laughs> like, I was at work and I checked my phone. I was like, oh yeah, I had to screenshot because I got to make a video later about it. Yeah, facts, bro. Well, congrats, bro. Thank you. You know, I'm, I'm glad I could share your your 200k day with you. So. So as it relates to like like you and like what's next for you? Um, like I said, I tore my ACL last year, April, and the season starts. Well, I'm going back to school this Saturday. So for me, is I need a contract. I want this contract. I got to get to this MLS draft, so I got to go hard. Yeah. The next thing for me, and with my videos and everything, I'm trying to get bigger, like other because co- I have companies sending me clothes, shoes, you know pay promos to do dances and stuff like that. And if I get a big one, like, you know, modeling company or something like that, then that's what I'm aiming for. So yeah. that's what's next. And I'm YouTube. That's what I wanted to do. But I haven't even started yet. I keep telling myself I'm going to start, but I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to start it. Yeah, that's lit, bro. Um, I think I definitely, you know, that was, a, that was a kind of get into, like, how are you going to, like, you know, make the pivot to other platforms? Um, because, you know, you could just post your TikToks as YouTube shorts and then, like, do that. You know, yeah. you know, but you know, depending on what, how you want to do things, you know, but that's lit. And, um, so, and then on Instagram, you you got like 19 K, are you going to like try to like grow that platform a little bit or what's your, what's your plans? I mean, it's not like TikTok where, you know, you yeah. 200 K. I even, I post some videos on TikTok and be like, yeah, go find me Instagram. I have a hundred something here. I could get at least 30 over there. Yeah. But it's not like that. So yeah, I have 19 K on Instagram. I want to keep growing it, but I post some of my videos from TikTok to Instagram because Instagram pays for reels. I don't have mm-hmm. to create a video. I just use a TikTok video, post it over there. Yeah. And they pay you for reels at the end of the month. They're like, the cap is like, it depends on how many followers and what they give you. But the one I'm doing right now is 1200 at the end of every month. If you make 12 million views, they pay you $1,200. So I just post, you get one month to post 150 reels to add up to that tally of 17 million. To get that twelve hundred dollars. So for Instagram, I'm just posting. I need to do more pictures. Everybody's telling me to do more pictures. Yeah. You know, Instagram is about pictures, not about videos. So that's the next thing I'm gonna start doing. Actually, taking more f- pictures to post on Instagram. That's lit. So, uh, what about merch? I saw you like modeling some merch. Was that like a brand deal, or was that your merch? No, it was my merch. So you know, people are telling me, "Yeah, you have slogans like Thrill Jamaican and all that stuff." So just make shirts and stuff, and we sell it because we'll buy it. We're supporters. So I made merchandise: jackets, hoodies, um, pillows, phone cases. Yeah. Um, what else did I make? I don't even remember. But I made a lot of and shirts. There we go. Yeah, and shirts. So I made it, and when I first did, I introduced everybody. You know, people are buying it a lot. You're like, yeah, I like this and this and that. And then after a while, you know, it just goes dry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just went dry, and I just. Since like that, I get I check it here and then I see like oh yeah fifty dollars and all that stuff is there, but I don't I didn't even update it. I need to, yeah. But I just really forgot about it. Yeah, I get that. So I mean, I, I think I think merch is like uh, one of the ones where it's like uh, as long as you keep growing, you know, they'll keep coming back unless you get like new designs and stuff like that. But that's mm-hmm. it's like you know for what man that's incredible. Well, you know, like for me, you know, meeting you a few years ago and like seeing everything you're doing now, I'm super happy for you, bro. Definitely. <laughs> You know, pray for your continued success, you know, most definitely. I appreciate that. 
appreciate that so much. It's been a long time though since we talked or seen each other. I know, bro. Mm. I know, bro. And I saw I saw you on I think because I, I I didn't I didn't really know your handle before. I just knew we follow each other. And then I was mm-hmm. like, man, like where's these videos? And then I was like, oh, let me go to TikTok. And I was like, oh, he going TikTok crazy. <laughs> I was like, it's lit, bro. But yeah, I, I'm super elated for you, bro. And um, we, we definitely got to link up. I'm gonna be in um, I'm not gonna be in Orlando, but I gotta go out there to Orlando see T Roy. Oh yeah, T Roy. Well, he's in Daytona. He's like 45 oh, minutes from me. Yeah, he's 45 minutes from me. Oh, that's still lit. Yeah, it's right there. That's where we go yeah. to the beach. He lives right by the beach. Oh, Liz. Well, yeah, like we definitely got to link up, bro, and um, you know, do something, bro. And for sure, where can people find you though? Like, what's all your? Well, obviously, Drew's are making. Like, <laughs> I mean, my school is in Pensacola. I'm not really a famous person where I need security. I mean, I walk around sometimes, go to the mall, and so people see me. Hey, take a picture. But you can find me. I'm always on live on TikTok, live on Instagram. Yeah, that's mostly where I be at. Or I'm in Orlando. I go places. I'm not yeah, yeah. a celebrity. You people can find me anywhere. Just mainly um, TikTok, Instagram, and now YouTube. You can find that's me. Lit. Do you have your YouTube up right now? Yeah, it's the same name. Thrill Jamaican. Thrill Jamaican. Lit. <laughs> And I'll put all that in the in the show notes too, and we're up, bro. Yes, sir. Hey, I appreciate you for jumping on the podcast, bro. No problem. It's a pleasure. Hey, no doubt, my dog. I'll talk to you soon. All right, see ya. Hey, what a crazy episode with the drill to making. Hey, man, it's so surreal and like seeing people grow and people like try different things, you know. And like, like I said, I met this young man years ago, and now he's just like pursuing his passion in soccer. And, you know, just doing his thing on social media. So super excited for him. And I definitely pray that he continues, you know, to, to grow. And same for everyone else listening, too. You can do it, too. You know, so thanks for joining uh, for the Masters podcast. This podcast is dedicated to my lovely mother, Alfreda Bullock. She ran her race with elegance and pride. I love you forever.